Springfield's Talk 1041. Good morning. My name is Nick Reed. I always love letting you know what folks are out here. And of course, with a hero's breakfast, there's always a an increase in folks, a lot of veterans. We do have that hero's breakfast going on until 9. So if uh, you are a veteran, you want to come by and make sure to get yourself that free breakfast this morning. Thanks to Scrambler, Serenity Honors, Delta Roofing and Air Services, Heating, Cooling, Plumbing, Electrical. Yep, here's uh, Don Carriker, Mark Long of Garage Experts. I, I If you're coming out here, uh, I definitely encourage you to meet uh, Mark Long, who, along with his wife, Shelly, own Garage Experts. Of course, I've talked with them. They're, one, just fantastic people. That looks good. Um, but they do such incredible work. And what they do with floorings, I know I talked about this earlier, but it's just not something that is commonplace in this part of the country. So it is still relatively new, and it's the sort of thing some people think, well, is there really that much of a benefit? And, well, I don't know if it's for me. Um, but those folks who do it realize what an incredible difference it is. And, in fact, one of the things that I've learned is that people who have had it done when they move, that is the first, even oftentimes before they move in, they call Mark and Shelly and say, all right, I got a new garage. I need the work done. Um, but, anyhow, he's out here having breakfast this morning. So if you, you come by, I can point him out if you want an opportunity to meet him. Uh, we're going to chat with one of our very favorites, Emily Johnson, here in a moment. But first, let's get the latest news update. First alert forecast from Color 10 Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Today, sunny 89, 64 tonight, sunny 88 tomorrow, Sunday, sunny, a high of 87. Uh, we'll probably touch on it again later, but just if you did miss the news, uh, Senator Dianne Feinstein, uh, the announcement that she has passed away, that, of course, is going to have, uh, I think, tremendous implications. If anything, not good news for the Biden campaign because already they are fighting the the perception problem that Biden is too old and that he could very well die while in office. And while people conceptually understand that, uh, actually having it happen to another elected official who has demonstrated the reality of being up there in age is going to make it more realistic and palatable and, and more just real to people you combine with that the need to replace her and the Gavin Newsom component will this be an opportunity for the Biden folks to get Kamala out of that VP position and and get her to accept an appointment to the Senate position go back there in order to continue a career and save face all of these things are going to be discussed so I think that this is going to have very widespread implications do you want to though of course our good friend Emily Johnson House Theory Realty how are you I'm good you were show I love an Analogies. Um, I use them a lot because they help me. I don't know, just better digest certain things, sometimes that are complicated. Oftentimes the analogies are in video, and you were showing me one just uh, moments ago that I, even though the concept I understood, but when you see an analogy and a visual like that, like, boy, that really, really drives it home. Yes, and, you know, what drives this today in me showing you this video, I'm going to try to get it up on my um, Instagram and Facebook reels. So I've had two buyers this week that, you know, we've been looking for homes and been unsuccessful because there's just still not a lot of inventory out there, still very competitive. And both of these buyers have said, you know what, I'm going to wait to buy. I'm going to wait till interest rates come down, till house prices come down. 
And I, while I respect their decision, at the same time, those things aren't necessarily going to happen. You know, our home prices, um, for a long time, we undervalued our real estate. And so, you know, with COVID and people moving here from other states, we've had to really catch up to where our home prices should be. Add in competition, that right raises prices as well. But this video um, that I showed you is what I think a lot of buyers don't realize what they're going to be up against. So right now, just imagine you're a sole buyer and you're, you're running down the street. Interest rates are 7.5%. Um, when they go down to 6.5%, five more buyers join you on the street running. 6%, add 10 more. 5%, you've got two more dozen now. And suddenly, it's a race again of 30 buyers running down the street trying to find the home and secure that 5% interest rate. And they're going to lose out on house after house right. after house. So we're going to be right back where we were during, you know, the 2020 to 2022 craziness of too many buyers, not right. enough homes, and low interest rates. So while I understand some people may want to wait, because, you know, with next year being an election year, most likely rates are going to come down. We've got to get the economy going somehow and keep people happy and get those votes. Um, you're going to be up against so many other buyers that are waiting to do the same thing. It's uh, similar also. So in terms of participation, uh, when it's the difference between when the Powerball is at 100 million versus when yes. it's at a billion, and all of a sudden everyone's like, everyone's, well, I yeah. go. And so you're right. Um, while you're thinking, oh, wait, guess what? Tons of other people are also. Yes, absolutely. So, you know, um, like Alex and Don have said, and I have said, you know, we, we date the rate, we don't marry yeah. it. So keep looking for your home now. Prices are not going to fall out next year. Rates may come down a little bit. Well, if you secure a home this year, you can always refinance and get that lower rate down the road. But why not try to capitalize right now on having less competition, especially as we go into, you know, the holiday season. A lot of people think, oh, I'll just wait spring to buy or wait for spring to sell. That's not the case. We are still in a housing shortage going on seven years now of more buyers than homes available. So still a seller's market. And so buyers, if you are thinking, you know, my rent's going to, you know, renew next January or whatever it may be, start looking now and try to find that house because come next year, it's going to be even more difficult for you to find something. All right. It's always a Ray tremendous of sunshine, yes. right? <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Well, you yeah. always are. Well, thank you. I did want to say yes. I am looking for a house in Republic. Okay. Highly, highly sought after area. Wonderful school system. Yeah, yeah, great yeah, community. Yeah. You know, you're you're out there. But um, I have got buyers that are ready to write for the perfect home in Republic. So if you are even thinking of selling, would love for you to give me a call. I'm happy to come look at your home, see if it would fit the bill of what my clients are looking for. Anything in particular? That Just Republic want? School District. So, so that so size. It does, you know, it, it, um, ideally we need three bedrooms. Okay. or a fourth bedroom or an office space. We have a, okay. a work-from-home situation, so we need a dedicated office space. Um, you know, Republic schools, obviously, we aren't looking for anything that's got major acreage or outbuildings or got things it. like that. But I would say, you know, a pretty standard one- or two-story home would be okay. great. Um, so if anyone out there is listening and is thinking of selling, or maybe you don't want to be a landlord anymore and you'd love to sell your rental home, please, please give me a call. All right. Emily Johnson, House Theory Realty. It's always a tremendous... Tremendous pleasure. Thank you so much. All right, you bet. Have a great weekend. You too. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed.
Sarah Myers, everyone. Thank you. And every morning you hear me tell you about my friends over at Avis, the car rental company, and their long-term rental program. Now, the long-term rental program, it is great if you are looking to purchase a new vehicle here soon, but you want to do kind of a longer test drive than what you get at the dealership. It's also really great if you are a person who leases your vehicles and you're wanting something with a little more flexibility. And it's also great if you are a business owner that is looking to add to your uh, fleet of vehicles. Now, the best part about the Avis long-term rental program is there are no DMV trips. There is no vehicle maintenance fees. And the best part is, is if you get into a vehicle that is just not working out for you, you can swap out vehicles every couple of months if you wish to do so. Now, Avis, they have a ton of vehicles from the Ford F-250s to Chevy Bolt EVs to um, Jeep Wagoneers. I mean, they have a little bit of everything for you. So every lifestyle out there. Now, if you want any information on the long-term rental program, just swing by the Avis store. It's in Springfield off of Fort and Sunshine. Speak to Lauren. And as always, you can find all of that contact information for Avis under the Sarah's Endorsements tab at KSGF.com. I did want to recap as it was just announced maybe 20, 30, 40 minutes ago. Uh, Diane Feinstein, Democrat senator from California, age of 90, uh, died. This is going to have a number of implications. There's going to be a lot of conversations about how this is going to impact the presidential race for a number of reasons. One. Democrats already, the Biden campaign already, having an issue with Biden's age. And while people understand the concept of somebody that age potentially dying, having a Democrat U.S. senator actually demonstrate that, uh, it is it makes it more palatable. It makes it more realistic. It makes it more of, oh, well, this does happen. There's also been a great deal of discussion about Kamala Harris and if Biden does plan on running or if the powers that be do allow him to run, replacing her. How do you replace her? Well, you have to make it look like it's something she wants. Gavin Newsom, who is driving California into the ground and continues to do so, will be able to make a replacement for uh, Dianne Feinstein. This could be an opportunity for Kamala Harris. Somebody say, listen, your political career is probably going to end. This is what once, even if if Joe Biden gets reelected after that, if you want to continue to run for local office, it's probably over for you. That being said, if you take the appointment and you'll, you'll be in there. Uh, you'll run. No one serious is going to challenge you. And you can have that U.S. Senate seat for the rest of your life if you want. You can be there until you're 90 and die in office while you want to. So give her the promise of longevity in terms of a political career in Washington, D.C. Then, of course, who would the vice president be? Well, you've got all sorts of speculation with that. Some see it as a neat package that Gavin Newsom would fill in that position. Uh, I don't know whether that would. I, I don't know. Anything's possible. Point being is this does have potential serious implications that cannot be ignored and will not be ignored. And there will be a great deal of discussion now. Republicans. Never Trump Republicans are trying to lure Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin into the GOP presidential primary as there is growing concern over Florida Governor Ron DeSantis sinking poll numbers. So the 
story that is out there is that you, you continue to have these Republicans that just hate Trump, and they are uh, beginning to suspect maybe nobody currently running can beat Trump in the primary. They're beginning to just think maybe that's a possibility. So they're attempting, they're looking around, they're like, okay, who, what Republican is really, really popular amongst voters? Youngkin. And Youngkin has demonstrated that he can win and beat Democrats, and he had this landslide and you know, in Virginia, and, and this is a guy. On one hand, there is some deal of frustration, but on the other hand, it is laughable how out of touch the establishment Republicans, the never-Trumper Republicans are. Trump does not continue to enjoy the support he does amongst Republicans because the landscape is lacking any other viable Republicans. It's because they want Trump. It does not matter who you put in that position. As a challenger, the position of challenger, it, it isn't, Trump isn't consistently. Uh, you know, at 50, 60, 70, 80 percent, whatever, you know, the polling is against the others because they just don't like the others. It's because they like Trump. People who are supporting Trump aren't supporting him because or what I should say is they aren't against DeSantis. So they're supporting Trump. They're not against Nikki Haley. In other words, that's not why they're supporting Trump. Sometimes like Biden, for example, a lot of the Biden voters voted for Biden when they were actually voting against Trump. It wasn't for Biden, it was against Trump. Trump, people voting for Trump, that's not the situation. No one is voting for Trump because they're actually voting against someone else in the primary. This complete absence of understanding of what is going on with Republican voters is on such full display. It is remarkable to me that they continue to demonstrate that they, they they don't understand what's going on. It is, you know, on one hand, you sometimes think, well, okay, they hate Trump, and they will never support Trump. And sure, they may make these allegations that Trump can't win all of, you know, these things. And you're like, well, they're just saying that, whether they believe it or not. However, the fact that... They are still trying to find somebody that they believe is going to be this magic bullet to win Republicans over and pull Trump supporters away. It demonstrates that they it's not only a scenario in which they don't like Trump. They clearly have no clue what is going on with Republican voters. Live from Scramblers, veterans, you got yourself uh, 36 minutes to get out here and get yourself that free breakfast. Thanks to Serenity Honors, Delta Roofing, Air Services, Heating, Cooling, Plumbing, Electrical, and Scramblers. I'm Nick Reed. Favorite Fridays are Heroes Breakfast Fridays for veterans. Among the reasons is we uh, get a chance uh, to, to visit with you and, and some of my friends here that focus on veteran causes, Charles Hopkins being one of those individuals, and he's here to update us on some of the needs and just information that those of you who are veterans who want to help veterans might need to know about. 
All right. Good morning. And, and good thank, morning, sir. Thank you, Nick, for having us on. Uh, I just want to say happy birthday to John today because he couldn't be here yes, with us. Mr. Walker having a birthday. Bet he's living it up. Right. Partying. Keg stands, you know. He's 80 years old, so <laughs> well, glad to have Happy birthday him. if he's listening. Yeah. Happy birthday. All right. Well, uh, just a little update. As, uh, we're, right now we're working on two uh, wheelchair ramps that we have in the works for people in this area. Uh, if anyone needs a ramp, give us a call at 417-693-6298 and uh, give us uh, what you need, and we will come out and see if we can help you with that uh, building a ramp for you. Uh, we've built 30-some ramps in the last three years that we've been blessed with donations to help buy the materials for those. So just uh, give us a call. We'd be glad to see if we can help you. And uh, come out to our veterans' uh, resale store out on uh, East uh, West Sunshine. It's behind Mike's Uniques out there in the big white building. We have uh, donations for furniture. If you want to donate anything, why uh, call 417-942-3000, and you can schedule a pickup. Or if you can bring it in, that would be great because uh, it's just uh, all donations and all volunteers out there doing the work and in that store and uh, everything. So uh, we have a large event center there that if you would like to have some kind of an event, uh, you can rent that space for that and uh, just be glad to have you out and come on out and just talk to us. If you're a veteran, we're glad to just visit with you and spend some time and uh, glad to have you out. So if there's anything you uh, need, we've helped with uh, funeral cost. We have two uh, scholarships from our veterans group every uh, semester for younger veterans going back to school and uh, just anything we can help with. We've had car payments we've made for veterans that have lost their jobs and need help with that. Mortgage payments. So we've just been very well blessed and all donations are uh, accepted uh, to help and all of our proceeds go to help veterans in need in this area. All right. Does that cover it? That pretty well yeah, covers really it, get it Nick. Out. Bam, bam. You're fast. Yeah. Things going well for you? All right. Very well. Yeah, very right. well. Oh, I actually I saw you a couple weekends ago. Remember that? It was in passing oh, yeah. at a, uh, it was a real estate sale or something. Right, uh, yeah. Let's see. I had dropped my wife off. Uh, I think she's getting some nails done or something. I thought, well, I'm not going to sit in there with you. So I had seen a real estate auction sale or something. Signs. So I'm going to go find that. And I'm walking through. And there you are. I, you look like you are just a wheel and dealing guy. You're on your cell phone talking to somebody about stuff that's in the house and everything. And and uh, so I was like, well, there's Charles. Oh, right. Did you I get was, anything good? I was sending pictures of yeah. some Halloween stuff to my daughter. So. <laughs> so did, did, did you end up yeah. walking away with anything? Oh, uh, I did yesterday. I bought some more model cars for my collection. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I did. And I, I love going to those things, but I, I generally don't buy anything. Yeah. So. Well, I, so 
twice in a month I've gotten to see it. Buy too much that I don't need. <laughs> yeah, I know. Me too. Charles, hey, it's good to see you, friend. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you very yep, much absolutely. for having us on. And once again, if you need a wheelchair ramp or some help with something for veterans in need, well, give us a call, 417-693-6298. Thank you, and have a very blessed day. You too. Thank you so much, Charles. And also a reminder to everyone, uh, if you have the KSGF app and your notifications on this afternoon, you're going to be notified of the uh, Godfather's Pizza Special that is available to KSGF listeners uh, from any of the four area store locations, Nixa, Battlefield, Ozark, and uh, Springfield, of course, and it will just let you know. So when you call in, if that particular deal you want to take advantage of, just let them know. They do deliver. And at KSGF.com, you can sign up uh, to win a KSGF Godfather's Pizza Pizza Party for you and up to 12 of your friends, family members, whomever. So just get signed up for that as well. Good old-fashioned pizza party. That's at KSGF.com. Traffic update. I'm Nick Reed. Streaming live, KSGF.com, the American Transmissions. Talk a text line, 447-KSGF. Look at that first alert forecast. Sponsored by Sinclair of the Ozarks Home Improvements. From Color 10, Fox 49, meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Sunny day today, summer-like, high of 89. Tonight, clear 64. Tomorrow, sunshine, 88. Sunday, sunny with a high of 87 expected. All right, I want to hit on a few other revelations that have come forth over the last day or so regarding the Bidens. This is what um, Democrats would call no evidence. IRS agent reveals CNN has a Hunter Biden email where Hunter claimed that legal stuff would go away once his dad got elected president. Oh, poor Joe, just trying to be a good dad. The House Ways and Means Committee released a document Wednesday showing an IRS agent relaying an inquiry from a CNN producer who claimed to have an email where Hunter Biden said that all his stuff would go away once his daddy was elected president. To date, the alleged email has never become public. What? You mean CNN is helping cover up evidence of wrongdoings from the Biden administration? That just seems so unlike them. Documents show Hunter Biden and his business associates had access to the White House, as well as Joe Biden's advisors. Biden business associates were instructed to not mention Joe being involved. An official trips to Ukraine line up U.S. government actions and Hunter Biden's financial bottom line, the press release noted. And after the IRS began investigating these crimes, Hunter apparently, quote, expected all of this stuff to go away when his dad becomes president. One of the documents involves IRS public affair officer Justin Cole emailing two IRS officials involved in criminally investigating Hunter Biden and reporting that a CNN producer had an email from Hunter Biden, where the president's son that he was not willing to accept a plea deal because he expected all this stuff to go away when his dad becomes president. Well, I guess this starts to add up, doesn't it? The plea deal, now you're thinking, well, wait, I thought he took that plea deal. It fell apart. What wasn't as prevalent in the news coverage was the revelation some time ago 
that Hunter Biden was offered a plea deal and he turned it down. It didn't get much news coverage. Most people didn't even know that occurred. What this IRS whistleblower is noting is that CNN has an email where Hunter Biden evidently was referencing this plea deal and explaining to somebody why he wasn't going to take it. And that was because once his dad got sworn in, he was going to make it all go away. One of the talking points used by the Democrats to defend Joe Biden is that Hunter Biden was just pretending that he could sell this access, that he really wasn't able to. Well, that's not what's happening here. Hunter Biden isn't, you know, trying to sell anything. He's communicating to someone, explaining why he's not going to take a plea deal, pleading guilty to any sort of tax fraud or tax evasion, because dad will get him out of it once he's president of the United States. That's not there. Why would Hunter Biden say that to someone? It's not to to make money. It's not selling access. In fact, it's clear that he believed it. Otherwise, he would have taken the plea deal. Because without taking the plea deal, theoretically, he would be facing a very, very, very long time in prison. So the only reason that he would be saying something like that to somebody in an email is if he really, truly believed it. Because, if, again, if he, if he didn't believe it, there would be no point in saying it or taking that position. But again, of course, this is what we're told is, quote, no evidence by the media and by Democrats. Hey, everyone, it's Sarah Myers. So I think Sarah Myers going once, going twice. Are you talking to me? Yes, I was throwing it to you. Oh, you I'm texted so- me. <laughs> Sorry, I was over here talking to Josh with the pyramid. I know you texted me. You said Josh is here, and so I'm like, okay. Sorry, I was too Sarah Myers talking. What you two? You know what? He's a bad influence. I guess so. That is true. That is true. Oh, okay. Well, we were busy talking about what we were going to cover, which, uh, good morning, Josh, by the way. (laughs) Good morning, Sarah. Thanks for the coffee. Hey, you're very (laughs) welcome. So we were talking about, uh, you were down in Branson over the weekend, and uh, you We're talking about the crazy storms that we had. Oh, yeah, it was not sweet. Uh, My wife and I went down for her birthday down to uh, Silver Dollar City, which is which is amazing. Um, And then on the way back up, we were driving and just watching this horrible lightning storm approaching Springfield. And we barely missed it as we were driving through town. But, man, we've been just busy this week. There's been a, a ton of... That was a lot, not a lot of hail in that storm, but just a bunch of wind. We've had a, a multiple, uh, multiple people calling in, needing a tarp on the roof, needing to have, uh, have it looked at, and we've just seen a ton of a ton of wind damage out of that storm, which is which is wild. So fun fact, and Nick, I have you potted back up here. So um, that weekend, we actually had our operations manager and our news director oh, yeah. out yes. on vacation, <laughs> and so um, I had taken a little bit of a nap that day because I knew there was going to be some severe storms moving through the Ozarks, and so I I handed my phone to the husband, and I'm like, look, if you get any alerts for like 
like watches or warnings or anything crazy just wake me up let me know so he wakes me up like 30 minutes later he's like should I let you know about tornado warnings in St. Clair County and I'm like uh yes <laughs> and so uh, I called our operations manager who was on vacation and he was like well it looks like you and Nick are going to do some severe weather neither of us had no idea what we were doing but we sounded really good don't you think well, well, and it, the reason, I mean, we know what we're doing in the capacity of obviously broadcasting, but it was on KTTS. Yes. And, and that the everything's laid out differently there, so it's just a whole different, I'd never even, I mean, I'd been in the studio before, but had never done anything in there. So, yeah, here we were alone in the building in the middle of the storm, Sarah and me just winging it. But, yeah, I thought we did pretty good. I think so, too. Yeah, that's yeah, it's it's that's what we're doing this morning a little bit, winging it. Uh, yeah, a little basically, bit, so. but yes. Yeah, so when, <laughs> whenever it comes to uh, to big storms, um, I'm going to assume that you were really working in the area of St. Clair County, so like Clinton, uh, maybe northern Polk County, Bolivar, in those areas. Yeah, a lot of Bolivar, and, and even just in town too, uh, north North Springfield. Uh, we had it kind of went through the all over the place. So we had uh, even stuff in Nixa. We've I've been at this week. So and and. It's um, it's just been crazy. So um, if you have anything, you know, if you if you have something leak, a lot of leaks will pop up too. So you'll get the when you get those windstorms, it'll it'll show where shingles are kind of coming delaminated, um, or, or they'll lift up the shingle and blow rain underneath there. So sometimes you'll have people. We get a lot of calls where people say, "Well, it only leaks during a certain, you know, if the storm's coming out of the north or the storm's coming out of the east." And it'll lift the shingles up and kind of blow the, the, the rain back underneath there. So, I mean, if you've got a situation like that, just let us know. We can come out and, and do a thorough inspection and diagnose that for you. All right. Very good. Well, how do people get a hold of you? Uh, probably the best way would be uh, uh, our website would be uh, pyramidroofingmo.com. You can find all of our contact information on uh, the, your endorsement tab on the website, too, with KSGF. That's right. So if you think that you need a roof repair or a whole new roof or you just want to go ahead and do that roof inspection, give Josh and his team a call today. Like you mentioned, you can find all of the contact information under the Sarah's endorsements tab, ksgf.com. Josh, I hope you have a good rest of your weekend. You too. Thanks, Sarah. Hey, given um, it's a hero's breakfast, of course, a lot of veteran talk. And I mentioned uh, yesterday or the day before this 95-year-old Korean War veteran, Frank Tomorrow, who was kicked out of his nursing home given, I think it was two weeks to find a new place to live because they were kicking all of the elderly people out so that the home could house illegal immigrants. And it sounds like one of those things that no way could possibly be true, but it is. I think that Republicans should have a hearing. And this veteran should be one of the witnesses to talk about this. Partially because I just want to watch how Democrats manage to trash a 95-year-old war veteran. Because that's what they always, anytime there's any sort of hearing, no matter who the person is, no matter what it's about, they figure out ways to trash them. They had a hearing a few months ago regarding Border Patrol and one of the border patrol agent or an activist for border security uh, 
was called as a witness, and I think it was Eric Swalwell started trashing on her, accusing her of being in Washington on January 6th. I, I mean, so it would be, it would just be a little fun to watch how are they going to trash a 95-year-old Korean War veteran, because you know that they would. They just can't help themselves. So that, that's what I would like to see Republicans do. Have a hearing on this. Call that veteran. And maybe if they can track down. Last I heard, they were trying to find out where these other elderly people went. This 95-year-old veteran, he had family that could help him. But clearly not everyone is in that situation. And it appears that they literally have no idea where some of these people are. And it is, again, a continuation of this evolution in our country in which Americans take a back seat to people who are criminals and people who are criminals here in this country illegally. They are top priority, while Americans, specifically law-abiding citizens, are put last in line. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. You know, as we were chatting with Emily Johnson, House 3 Realty, earlier, and she was showing a video to me that analogized what is going on when it comes to interest rates and how so many people are waiting, and maybe you're one of them because interest rates are high. And the illustration showed the current interest rate, and then it was a, a lady just jogging down the street, and then it showed the interest rate drop, and then there are five more people that join her jogging, and then it, and she's running a little faster, and they're running to keep up with her. Interest rate drops a little bit more and more people. And the point, of course, being the, that um, while you're waiting, so is everybody else. And so... It's just going to make it all that much more difficult for you to find a home. And that can also increase supply and demand, increase the, the, the cost of the home because there are so many buyers out there once again vying for those homes. And as she mentioned, the characters with IWantAGreatHomeLoan.com, you buy your home, you date your interest rate. In other words... Yeah, the interest rate may be higher now, and you think it's going to go down in the future. So, if But if you don't wait and you get it now, when it goes down, you can refinance at that lower rate. And the benefit of that is you're not in that race anymore. You already have your home. Now, is that the right decision for you? That's a decision for you to make. But what you do need to do is have as much information possible regarding all of that, and you get that with the characters, and it all starts at IWantAGreatHomeLoan.com because you do. There, can, there continues to be a lot of talk about shutdown, and the Democrats and the media, of course, are wanting to blame Republicans. In fact, it, it, it has it's so almost embarrassingly obvious how much they want people to blame Republicans. During the impeachment inquiry hearings yesterday, some of them had little iPads up with a countdown saying Republicans shut down two days, 16 hours, 42 minutes, 36 seconds, and it was counting down. I suspect one of the reasons that they are being a bit more aggressive in that messaging is because polling that was released earlier this week shows that a majority of Americans are blaming Joe Biden if the government shuts down. 
we went through these numbers. Maybe it was Monday that we had these numbers. And actually, so these were the ABC Washington Post poll, the one that showed Trump ahead by 10 points. And there was so much crazy focus on that. What wasn't mentioned, buried deep in it, because I dug through it, was questioning people as to whom will you blame if there's a shutdown. And it was a pretty significant, uh, I want to say even double digits, though I don't recall exactly the numbers, but a significant number of Americans said, we're going to blame Joe Biden. And this was significant for a couple of reasons, one of which is every time they've ever done that poll since the Clinton years, Republicans were always blamed. This is the very first time in the history of that poll ever being taken that Americans say that they're going to blame the Biden administration. So you can see they're panicking on that messaging, which is why they're being so aggressive with it. What they also are going to do, as they oftentimes do, and and when there were shutdowns under the Obama administration, Obama shut down things that would hurt people so that they would hopefully blame Republicans. One of the things that they did, you may recall, they, they shut down some of the national parks so you had veterans that for the only time in their life, many of them World War II veterans, it was going to be the only opportunity they had before they passed on to see the monuments erected in their honor. And Obama banned them from being able to see them closing the parks, blaming it on the partial shutdown. The Democrats and the Biden administration are attempting to do it again this time with the military. Now, I want to explain how this, if Republicans do things properly, can backfire on them tremendously. That next, I'm Nick Reed. According to Washington Post, ABC poll for the first time in the history of polling who is responsible for government shutdowns, voters say... They're going to blame Democrats, specifically the Biden administration. This is not good for them. One of the efforts that they are undertaking here, and they, they do this quite often, is they they whenever there's a partial shutdown and they have to determine, okay, what is it that we continue? We've got these dollars. Because, again, it's partial shutdown. So that means that they have the ability to make certain decisions. And they, they try to make decisions that they think are going to make Republicans look bad. And one of those decisions is to punish service members. The Biden administration reporting that service members will continue to report for duty, though they will not get paid during the shutdown. And many of the hundreds of thousands of civilians who work for the Department of Defense will likely be furloughed, said White House National Security Council spokesperson John Kirby. Separately, the Department of Defense under the Biden administration says post and base services will be closed or limited while elective surgeries and procedures in its medical and dental facilities would have to be postponed. Commissaries would remain open overseas, but close here in the United States. And certain Pentagon activities like operational planning, military recruitment will be paused. So they are deciding in terms of allocation of funds to not pay service members, to put off surgeries and procedures in its medical and dental facilities, stop operational planning and military recruitment, which I'm sure we'll hear could be very damaging to our national security. Now, pair that with this acknowledgement from the Biden administration. If lawmakers fail to reach an agreement, government appropriations lapse. 
Biden's Department of Defense has decided to continue activities supporting Ukraine. Operation Atlantic Resolve is an expected activity under a government lapse in appropriations, said uh, senior leaders at the Pentagon, referring to the named operation for DOD's activities in response to the Russian invasion. The move means that the U.S. military's activities related to the war, such as training of Ukrainian soldiers on American tactics and equipment, as well as shipment of weapons to Kiev, will continue despite any potential shutdowns and our funding, which much of which goes to even pay their soldiers. So here we again have an example of the administration putting Americans last. They have decided that, priority-wise, it is too important to continue to give Zelensky money to fund his military, to pay his soldiers, even if there is a partial shutdown, that that the Ukrainian military will be exempt from any sort of repercussions or impact due to a partial shutdown. But they have no problem whatsoever cutting off pay to our service members. They have no problem whatsoever taking punitive action of our men and women. It is... Rare is a generous term to use to note that this administration, every chance they get to put people who are either criminals or non-Americans or countries that aren't in America ahead of the United States and its citizens and its soldiers. They jump at the chance to do it, and here's another chance, and they did jump. Have a great weekend. Glenn Beck's next. I'm Nick Reed.